Most entrepreneurs waste an insane amount of time trying to build their business. They are online 24-7, sacrificing their private life and burning out in the process. This is going to end right now. Welcome to the Content Lounge Podcast. I'm your host, Virginia Deasis. I'm a serial entrepreneur, copywriter, business coach, and recovered workaholic. I know what it takes to go from burnt out and overwhelmed to building a six-figure business, posting only once a week and working less than five hours per day. My secret? Cutting out all the crap that doesn't move the needle forward in your business and producing content that actually attracts clients and gets you paid while living your best life. Want to create a business and a life you love? Sit back, relax, and let your content do the work for you. Hello, hello. Today I have such a special guest. She's really close to my heart. I met her in another program, fell in love with her, fell in love with her content. Her whole personality is incredible. She's incredibly successful. Her name is Yasmin. She's actually a fellow German um, and really like a unicorn or a diamond because I have never met another German who was as passionate and successful and doing the things the way we do them with attraction marketing. And I'm just so incredibly excited to bring her on the show today. Hello, Yasmin. Thank you so much for being here. Hi, I am so honored and so happy to hear you talking about me and how you view me. So thank you so much for this. (laughs) Yeah, no, you really, really blew me away. The moment I met you, I felt so connected and I just knew that Every single person in my audience, every single person I vibe with like needs to know you because your energy is just off the freaking charts. I love it. So tell us a little bit about yourself and your business. How did how did you start and where are you now and what what do you do? Yeah, my favorite question because it involves so many labels and I'm always like freeing myself of labels because as you said, I feel like I'm unicorn one day and then a magician or alchemist the other day, and then an artist next week. So I'm very, very multi-passionate and very multi-dimensional. And what I do is I coach women in business on leadership, CEO performance, and all the things. Yes, I do have my bachelor's degree in marketing, but I'm not down for the quote-unquote superficial, like how do I get my first client strategies, but I'm here for the deep shit, I'd say. Like I really thrive on and I'm turned turned on by like the leadership work, the inner work, the identity work, the personal development as a CEO, as a businesswoman, as a business owner, and as a woman in general. So that's a lot of like layers that are coming with my work. And it definitely is for women who are advanced in terms of maturity and mindset. Um, And it's not for women who, yeah, who are like, as, how do you say it? Who are porcelain, basically. Yeah. Who are fragile, um, who are who who don't want to face their shadows basically um directly. Yeah, that's what I do. That's how I do it basically. And how I got here is um I would say by accident, but <laughs> it was a beautiful one because I never planned on starting my own business. I don't come from a business background. My family, no one in my family has a business. Um, I grew up with parents with a father who always said like for 10 years, he wanted to go to the, what's the word for amt? <laughs> Work for the government, I would say. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to go to this like 
building where you go and then say you want to start a business in Germany. But um, yeah. yeah, okay. And and he was talking about it for 10 years and he never went there. It would be like one appointment there and it would be like 40 euros or something and he never did it. So I always grew up with this would be nice if only blah, 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 blah mindset. So dreamers mindset, but not the doers mindset. And if you would have met me in my teenage years, you would have never thought that I'd end up here or better said that I would like, quote unquote, sit here because this is just the beginning for me personally. I feel like I'm just warming up. Um, currently and there's so much more to come but yeah I come from this like dreamer background where you dream about things but never pursue them I went into corporate um, did this dual studies in marketing so I did university and then worked at a nine-to-five job parallelly for four years and my salary was 100 euros per month so oh my gosh yeah how the f do you even survive with that I don't know I had two to three jobs for four years, seven days a week. Um, and I had, on many days, I had three shifts. Like I woke up at 5 a.m., did my first taxi tour um, because the parents of my boyfriend have a taxi company and I helped them out some days. And then I went to corporates and did my nine to five. And then my parents, uh, my My boyfriend's parents have um, a restaurant and then I went there and did a night shift until like 1 a.m. And this was, quote unquote, my life for four years. Like I hustled my butt off for, I wouldn't say nothing, but very, very little money. So this is, I, I come from a like really like scarce background, I'd say, mm -hmm. where when the 10 cents are laying on the floor, you're, you're immediately like grabbing them. Yeah, that's that's how I see my mom. Like <laughs> when we went to the city or wherever and she saw a euro on the floor and she she was like frantically grabbing it, like as if it was the most important thing in the world. And I always like, was like, mom, this is a euro. Like, why? Chill, calm the F down, please. Um, so a lot of conditioning, a lot of things that existed that do not exist anymore in my life, which I'm very proud of. And it was this whole like entanglement of scarcity of conditioning of you have to do this and you're not allowed to do that. And don't dream too big and all the like playing small vibes. Mm -hmm. And I moved out of my parents' house when I was 18 freshly because it kind of escalated with my mom. We didn't always have the best relationship and was like very challenging. And then I went to my boyfriend's house and I was looking for a flat. And then his parents asked me if I didn't want to stay because they're family people. And the first time in my life, I felt welcomed. I felt love. I felt appreciation kind of. Um, And I was so surprised that stranger parents wanted to have me when my parents didn't want to, kind of. So this is, I would say, where my personal development journey really started um, consciously, where I also, quote unquote, um, yeah, slipped into the field of personal development, female empowerment, where I felt like, wow, there's a whole nother world I didn't know existed where I found that women supported each other instead of tearing each other down. What I missed my whole life, because in a small village, everyone was talking about everyone kind of and gossiping and blaming them and shaming them because their own life was boring AF, basically. Like, I don't know if you know it, maybe it's in a big city the same. 
yeah, so that was the vibe kind of. And I stumbled into this field of female empowerment. And I was like, I immediately, I felt at home, even though it was a virtual home. I really felt at home. I was like, this is what I was looking for my whole life. But I didn't even knew I was looking for for it kind of. Um, yeah, and then I, I gained confidence through floating through this field and then I left the first company in my dual studies where I wasn't treated with respect and where I was kept way under my potential um, and I then changed into a big international company and I found the dream of a nine-to-five job like we even had <laughs> we even had massages in the office it was the absolute dream but I always felt like there was more kind of this feeling of there's more I, I cannot tell you what it is but I feel like there's more and I started opening up to it I started to build a community on Instagram um, through sharing my journey like it was a very personal blog I just shared my day my studies my life my everything and just wanted to empower people and, and inspire them but it was basically like a form of self-expression and people gathered there. I built a community kind of through this and people were ready to buy from me before I even had an offer. Like I got inquiries of Yasmin, when will your first like one-on-one -on -one coaching drop and all the things. And I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I didn't even know what to say. And as if the universe listened to it, it sent me my first trainer for my first coaching certification and we had a zoom call and she asked me if I wanted to be part of the certification and I was like um hell yes I was looking for it but I didn't find one that like compelled to me kind of and then I started my first certification in January 2020 and then I went out with my first one-on-one -on -one offer parallelly and it was it it sold out in one and a half hours and I was like what is this magic in here <laughs> like my first one-on-one -on -one offer ever solo like like that and I was like holy whatever balls kind of it blew my mind I was I was totally shocked because my whole life I thought I really thought that I would like end up in a very mediocre life like corporate life if I had luck quote-unquote I would get a like better position a little bit better salary but I thought I was destined for mediocrity and then this business situation happened and then COVID hit and my business exploded like in my third month I made my fi first 5k per month and it just went up from there and I was booked out all the time from the beginning on and I was like I, it was this, it was this high, like this, this ecstatic feeling of what is this world? I cannot, I, I don't understand it and it makes no sense, but it is so cool and it's so crazy. And it was massive. Yeah. Incredible. What an incredible journey. And I really want to like dive deeper. I mean, it is unbelievable that you came from a background that was so marked by scarcity and limiting beliefs and don't dream too big and really it was destined to keep you small but you stepped out of this and I think anything but small is what I would describe you know I mean your personal power it seeps through through every word and every post and every story and I think it's absolutely incredible what you have accomplished like your story is so inspiring 
what would you say is I know that for a lot of people they start their business and it doesn't go the way yours went right now what would you say was the most important factor for you or the most important aspect why your business took so off was it that you started out with like no intention to sell at all and just serving or community building was it your personal power was it your authenticity what would you say was the most important part yeah i would definitely say it was the detachment because how often do we start and nowadays like i started my business or i offered my th first offerings without this comparison because i didn't have other like quote unquote super successful people on my radar i just saw there are a lot of possibilities in this industry And I just felt called to express myself through this business, express my sole mission and vision through this business. And everything, every euro I made was like cherry on top. Because as I said, I come from where you got 100 euro salary per month in this dual studies. So everything I made with my business was like overflow to me because I was so, I was used to so little. So everything has been extra kind of. And that led to me really feeling like this ecstatic gratitude. And as we all know, this feeling of gratitude, like true gratitude creates more overflow and abundance in life. So that was the frequency wave I wrote kind of. But I wouldn't say it's like just me sitting in gratitude and detachments. I really put skin in the game. And I was used to working a lot. Like I said, I worked for like the four years, seven days a week, on some days, three shifts a day. So it didn't really feel like work to me sitting there in front of my computer for maybe even sometimes like eight, 12, 14 hours straight when I had free time because it didn't feel like work. It was like, it was, it was self-care kind of, it was self-expression. It was self-actualization. Like yeah. one of my highest values in life is, yeah, becoming the goddess you came here to be, basically. That's that's the tagline of my brand also. And I, I, felt, I felt so free. I felt so passionate doing it. I felt so good being able to help and inspire people. Like everything was so new, like, like fresh, rosy love, like cloud. In English, you say, do you yeah, say cloud Yeah, I would say you can say that honeymoon phase probably. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So everything was so, oh my God, people are paying me. It was this, am I even allowed to take one euro for my work? Like, who am I to charge for this? Quote, unquote. And I had a lot of like resistance coming up um, in terms of money. Also because of my background, like my first one-on-one -on -one offers. Um, maybe that's important to say too. I sold my first one-on-one -on -one offers for 222 euros for six weeks of one-on-one -on -one coaching. But for me, it was, it was massive because when you look at my salary of 100 euros per month, 200 euros are like massive for something you also like love doing. It's, it, it didn't just feel like a job. It was, it was, it was my passion basically. And getting paid for something you love, I, I wasn't used to it. It was, everything was so fresh. So new, the honeymoon phase, the really high of life being high of life and i would say it's very important when you start and you want to be successful quote unquote from the beginning on it's important to focus on community definitely but because i wouldn't have sold the offers if i didn't have the community that i built and i'm not saying you have to build it for 
three years like I did until you go out with your first offer, but it should be definitely a huge focus point of yours. Makes a lot of sense, right? I mean, we're here to serve our people. And if we can't even serve our free community, it's going to be really, really hard to charge for that. Yeah. Yeah. So. And also, also I have this like rule of thumb when I, where I say when your schedule is free, like when you don't have any like coaching appointments or clients currently, you cannot give too much. You cannot. You should give as much as you can to fill up your schedule with clients because that's the only way your schedule will be filled with clients, in my opinion. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. I love how you emphasize hardworkingness and dedication and commitment and devotion. And I think those are also recurring topics in your content and your stories. Where do you think is the line between devotion and being like really hardworking and being becoming a workaholic or being a workaholic because I think a lot of people struggle with that line yeah definitely um devotion for me personally is when I feel really connected to myself to my core essence and to my self-expression like devotion for me doesn't really take energy off of me when I work it gives me energy Like it's this auto battery where when the car drives, uh, it recharges itself kind of. So that's what indicates to me that I'm in quote unquote devotion mode. When I don't burn, when I really thrive on it, when I could do it for hours straight and don't get tired kind of, it's this, it's this pure form of, I, I feel so turn on by this. Like I see the greater why I feel it. I'm connected to it. I see the vision. I see where this puzzle piece comes to play in my long-term vision. Like it's this, it's this, I, I know what it's for kind of hard, hard work for me often is I'm trying a lot of things and throwing spaghetti at the wall and hoping and crossing fingers that something sticks. And this is where I tend to burn out when I feel little connection to my vision, when I don't really deeply feel the greater why for why I'm doing things and when the sole purpose of the action itself is how do I get the most out of it when there's no like mutual contribution for the world for my clients for whatever like when when there's no balance of service and what I get from it but only focus on I want to make money like this has to work like this this zombie mode it's exhausting like let's not lie yeah I I see this a lot though in our industry and I think there's a lot of marketing being targeted around or being focused around the talk of like hitting an income goal with ease or selling offers with ease or making effortless money. I think this is the big difference when you're connected and you're excited and you're lit up by the things that you're doing. It doesn't with ease doesn't really mean that you're not working. It means that what you're doing gives you energy back where you're like, oh my God, this feels so good. I could do this all day long. And this is where ease and flow and effortlessness comes in in our industry. Exactly. Exactly. And I always say it's the attitude with which you approach the things. Like when I when I approached my personal training and I was driving in the car on the way to the personal training and in my head I already made it so exhausting and so challenging and so hard 
I go into the session with this attitude and it is like that. Like it manifests like that. But when I sit in the car, I car, I play music. I, I feel good. I'm hyping myself up. I'm like, today I will like beat my highest score in my squats or whatever. And then I go into the session determined and devoted kind of. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's ending up as, as the best session ever. Like it's always how you approach it that makes it hard or easy. Because the thing itself is always neutral. Yes, I agree 100%. This is also a pro tip for parents. If you like have to take care of your kids and you're like, ah, oh, I really wanted to work or I wanted to get X, Y, and Z done. And you're like, oh, I have to take care of my kid. I have to iron the laundry. I have to do the thing. It's going to suck. I promise you that. But if you actually go like, ah, oh, I'm so excited for this. And how can I make the most out of it? Like, how can I really enjoy doing the thing? with music, with, with, I don't know, going on an adventure and like being fully present, I think big magic happens. So whether you know this from like parenting, from working out, you can 100% apply that for your business too. I loved it. Yesterday, you talked on your Instagram stories about your big vision for your business. And you said that coaching is just one piece of the big puzzle. And I just felt so connected to that because I think a lot of people have well, how can I put this? I think there's a lot of people who are like, I want to coach so I can make money and like live my life in peace. And it's like, that's the only thing they do and want. And then the, I know a lot of coaches who feel exactly like you, where it's like, there's a bigger thing. It is not just how do I sell this online course consistently. There is more to it. Tell, tell us about your vision and like, what are the things that you want to integrate and, and where you want to see yourself in them? five, 10 years, maybe. Thanks for bringing this here. Um, so my long-term vision, my big picture, I always call it like world changing vision is to bring a revolution to the education and to the school system, because I saw how my brother struggled with it. Um, I saw how other children struggled with it. I personally struggled with it myself. I didn't always get the idea of getting grades for things like even in art class where you had to draw a freaking noodle and you would get a grade for it like why even why i'm sorry i cannot I, i'm not the best draw I, I can't draw so why why would i even try and like what what does this give me for life kind of and why do i get like grades on it why do i get a like bad grade because i cannot draw a noodle the way you wanted to see it kind of and there are so many things that do not really make sense to me. And I always had the feeling of if I ever become a mother, I do not want my child to go through that. That's like, good. You moved away from Germany then. In Germany, yeah. you're not allowed to homeschool for, for American listeners. You're, you have to send your kid to a school in the system. Yeah. And you have to obey the system like in every situation in Germany, which I also don't really agree with but different topic um yeah so I had a lot of like pain with the school system with the German school system and I just I was like I'm seeing so many like weak points here why does no one like do it better why is the individuality of children not supported why do you have to put yourself into a box or become something someone whatever that is like socially accepted but it's like the opposite of who you truly are like all this you in, in it, it starts in kindergarten or even before that that you have to 
obey the rules that you have to become someone you're maybe not. And this is where I see so many people growing up, becoming very unfulfilled adults, and then using the world or social media as their frustration outlet. And I'm here for a world of more love, acceptance, tolerance, and peace, basically. But peace of mind. And peace of mind comes from being at peace with yourself first. And this comes from self-actualization, yeah? Self-expressing, being who you are, living out who you are, owning who you are, and not trying to fit in all the time. And it just it just hurts me so much to see people who have so many talents and potential saying, oh no, I can't do that. What if people say X, Y, Z? Or what if I don't make money from my real passion? If I hear this, if someone is telling me, I'm afraid I will not be successful with what I really want, it, it indicates that someone is dimming so much in their life. And it's just like hurts me so much. And I feel like school and the school system, education, all the things are like the root cause of why so many people are the way they are unfulfilled, unhappy. And I want to change that. I actually, I love that this is your mission. I, I have a similar mission, probably with a slightly different tangent, but I think the schools really, they don't prepare us for a happy life. They don't, it's not, it, it was never designed to see us thrive. It was meant, and it was designed to support the system in general of like, okay, well, we need people who can function in a workplace. We need people who can function in grocery stores, doctor's offices, because this is how our society runs. So we need worker bees and we don't need people who, who are intending to go other ways because there are certain like, it's, it's like we become replacement parts in the big machine of like how our societies, our lives run. And I think this is really sad. I see a lot of people also who get sick, who develop chronic illnesses or autoimmune diseases. And I think a big part of that actually comes from, yeah, from our school, from our conditioning, from, yeah, how, how we're being raised and how we're encouraged to put ourselves in our box for survival but the thing is our survival no longer depends on us functioning inside inside a company or inside a store or inside your craft or whatever it is that you do yeah i agree i agree and i i so relate with what you saw said about like the chronic illness i have stomach problems since years now which stems from a lot of stress and Talk, what's the word like is it toxicity <laughs> yeah toxicity. <laughs> oh my god like so hard for germans um from my childhood and teenage years like from my from my parents house from my first relationship with my ex-boyfriend like where stress was the daily order kind of then the school and all the things my first job and now it's like there has to be like this one tiny impulse kind of And I get nervous AF in my stomach, like as if I have a million ants in my stomach and this can last for weeks when it's triggered. So I know how it feels to be impacted physically by all the things in the system. And I know how uncomfortable it is to live with it, trying to heal it, kind of going from doctor's office to doctor's office. And they always give you the same like 
you have pills. nothing. It, it doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I also like dove into the deep, deep inner work and a healing kind of um, nervous system work, all the things because, and, and why my mission got even more focused on inner peace and self-love because this this wouldn't happen to so many people if you were so at peace with yourself if you had peace of mind so your nervous system would be calm and wouldn't even like be open to reacting that way and causing chronic illnesses i feel like i look into a mirror when i talk to you <laughs> like my long lost twin me too so i 100% get it i was hot i don't know if i ever mentioned this um on instagram even but i was hospitalized at age 19 um, because I had such severe burnout. I was, I think I was a chronic workaholic, probably starting the age 12 to 13, um, approximately. And after my burnout, I think it took four years for me to stop having fevers, like basically as soon as I would feel just a little bit of pressure or stress, I would get really, really high fevers to the point of where I could barely like function it was really intense. And for me now, um, it is, it is still one of my top priorities in my business to make sure that I don't fall into my workaholism, that I don't, that I prevent a certain level of pressure and I protect myself and my energy. It has become one of my top priorities because I think since having children, when it gets too much in my life, I again get hospitalized, but this time for stomach pains. And it's almost as if my body goes like, no, we need a break. Like we're going to pain you so hard that you need to go to the hospital stater for two to three days. Sometimes it comes with fever. Sometimes it comes without fever. And it's just so incredible how our bodies react to the kind of lifestyle we're living. And this is something why I get so angry when I see people settling. It's like, I want to just shake them. I'm like, why are you settling for like, why can't you be a mom and an entrepreneur? Why can't you do the thing that you really love. Why are you staying in a job that you hate? Why? Like, why? Yeah. Yeah. It's always like fitting into expectations of people that we think they have. You are talking about this. Why can't you be a mom and this? I'm, I'm thinking about my mom instantly. And I felt like she gave up on so many like dreams of hers because of like, she sacrificed for her children, for her family but her family did not ask her once for it. Like this yes. is what she made up. She always was like, no, I have to do the household. No, I have to be here for you. No, I have to this and that. And I was like, mother, I would be happy if you just like got your butt into the car and disappeared for a weekend and came back like replenished. Like you're so stressed. You're so frustrated. We are your outlet. Do you really think that this is what we desire? Oh but my God. Yes. To this day, she, she didn't really like get it. I never saw her like going on vacation alone. Never. And I'm like, I, I wish that my mom focused more on self-actualization instead of just being there for anybody else and then being frustrated and angry about it and letting it out. And, and this, so yes, 100%. And this is so important because when, when I run my business, like I make sure every Saturday morning it's Virginia day. 
I have no commitments. I don't need to take my kids. I am going out and I get to do whatever the hell I want. And I get to spend money on it too. I go get massages. I go get manicures, pedicures. I get, I get my hair done just for fun, just for me. I go sit in a cafe and I eat whatever I want. And I have a good cup of coffee and I get to read a book in peace and silence and quiet. And I get to journal. And if I don't want to journal, then I'm not going to journal. And if I want to book myself a night in a hotel with a roof, top pool overlooking all of Munich all the way until the Alps, then I go do that because I am worthy of it. And I want my kids to grow up seeing that none of their parents, neither I nor my husband need to self-sacrifice for them, that their needs get to be heard and seen just as much as ours. And the same thing is true for business. Like just, yes, oh my God, yesterday I shared a post that was like, you didn't start your business so you can be more of an asshole to yourself. Okay, now we have to mark it as explicit, but it's true. So you can be more of a jerk to yourself, treat yourself meaner, work yourself harder than any nine to five job you've boss you've ever had. You are the MVP of your business. Like, girl, treat yourself like the most valuable employee you have because you are. Oh my God, I have so many feelings around this. You can see I also had plenty of like conditioning and role modeling that I had to like step out of yeah yeah I feel like I I always feel it's it's so activating so refreshing to talk with women who are of like the same level of power like who you really are on an eye level with and who are feeling and going through like the same things who experience similar things in life and I always feel like so connected I love that yeah same absolutely same and and Like for me now, I, I think I've, I, I don't know, maybe this is the same for you. Maybe not. I would love to hear your opinion, but I would say like when I see someone making excuses, I just get so frustrated and I will step away because I like, I will offer you a different worldview. I will show you what the opportunity looks like. If you don't want it, that's okay. But then we can't be walking on the same road. Like we can't be holding hands like especially and not just in my private life but with clients as well because I feel like I at least always give a piece of my heart and my soul to my clients and when they invest from a level from an energy of like please save me it's just it's not gonna work it's not gonna work yeah and this is also not what a coach or mentor is for to make that very clear you do not need saving You are safe. You just didn't recognize it until here. Yeah. So what you should do, and I say should with attention, zoom out, yeah, detach emotions and see how privileged you actually are to live in this lifetime with so many possibilities and how every single complaint is on a very, very high level in this life. And I'm not including abusive households here or any form of abuse or any form of disability so please don't feel talked to if you identify with one of those things but for the majority of us this is true i think self-leadership is so crucial self-leadership and not making excuses all the time if you spend as much energy finding solutions as you spend on making excuses you'd be already 10 steps ahead Yes. I'm 100% sure about that. Oh, oh my God, this was such an, uh, such an inspiring, uplifting, um, yeah, 
conversation. I, I absolutely loved it. What would you say, like, if you have one final thing to say to anyone who is looking to achieve success, to, who's looking to lead a fulfilling life, who's looking to become their self-led, authentic, powerful self, well, what is it that you would say? There are so many things, but it all comes back to get comfortable being intimate and alone with yourself mm, and yeah. recognize that you are the only one you truly need and that you are already there for you and tap into that. Oh, yeah. If you take care of yourself, uh, then you've got everything you need, your own power. Yes, yes. And not always like dim because of Aunt Susie or Uncle whoever, <laughs> but really acknowledge that your desires, I, I strongly believe that your desires were put into you for a reason. And the reason is to pursue them and to own them and to like go for them unapologetically. And it doesn't it doesn't matter how uncomfortable it is it's not that your feelings are invalid but we have to stop seeing anxiety or fear or whatever as the stop sign and start reframing it to this is just the beginning this is just an indicator of how how much respect i have of this like next step of mine And I always, when, when clients tell me I'm afraid to do X, Y, and Z, I always tell them you're not afraid. It's just new to you and you're having respect, which means this is your path of devotion and this is your path of your true nature and of your true soul's mission. So you have to, you have to take the step. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If, if you feel the activation. Jasmine, it's been such an incredible pleasure talking to you. I feel like I could talk to you all day long and uh, I would love to do that. But I also want to honor your time. And I'm just so grateful that you came on the show today. I think every single person that was on here, like they get to take so much away if they want to find you. First of all, I know your account. First of all, where can they find you? And then second, I know your account is partly in German. For like our non-German speaking listeners, do you also offer coaching in English and how, or how could they work with you or benefit from you? Yeah. Thank you for the question. So first thing, there's this translation function on Instagram. So when you want to read a caption of mine, just tap it below the like text and you'll see it in English. And yes, I also work with English speaking folks, um, one-on-one -on -one coaching or written coaching just dm me and let's see what we can make up for you oh, that sounds good and then just for anyone else i will put uh, yasmin's instagram handle also in the show notes but it's yasmin.braden b-r-e-d-e-n and yasmin with, with a y and i strongly recommend do you have anything else like a facebook group or anywhere else where they can find you um currently nothing in english but keep your eyes peeled because I'm very open to changing that in the future. <laughs> yeah. And so anyone, I really, really appreciate you being here, you listening to this show. Follow Yasmin. She's an incredible leader. She's going to blow your mind with her content and the all of the things she gives away for free. Um, and I know I'm also in one of your programs. <laughs> so I'm really excited that I get to see you and work with you and 
yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch you rise even further and uh, be a part of your journey. So thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for inviting me. Content loungers, listen up. This is your chance to ditch the hustle and take a massive leap in your business and your income. This month, one of you guys is going to work with me one-on-one and together we will create a content strategy that turns you into a client and money magnet without working more. This is valued at over $2,000. And to get in on this, simply leave me a five-star review, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram. Wishing y'all massive success in your business. See you next week. And until then, sit back, relax and let your content do the work for you.